the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Welcome to a Thursday edition of Bruce Hooley Show. Really glad to have you along. Appreciate your time. I very much do appreciate your time. It's not just something I say. And I am getting a window into how many of you give me your time. And I hope I steward it well today. The fight that this show has uh, become largely about is in our schools with our kids, protecting our kids. Uh, I was energized yesterday by a conversation with the two, well, one of the two, uh, very amazing moms who awakened me to what's really going on in our schools. The Columbus Academy situation, and then also I have to give credit to my friends in Upper Arlington who were on the forefront of calling out the attempt to sneak past parents the all-gender bathrooms at the new UA high school and in some of their elementary schools. So I was energized yesterday by talking to them. And then lo and behold, wouldn't you know, as we still as conservatives bask in the possibility (laughs) that, hey, Elon Musk bought Twitter and maybe free speech is making a comeback and we'll have at least one big public platform where free speech is prized and allowed and the marketplace of ideas can win. Uh, Our president, Joe Biden, uh, in a ceremony in the East Room to honor the National Teacher of the Year, who is from Ohio, but uh, Oberlin, Ohio, I hope never becomes indicative of the mindset throughout Ohio. Uh, Joe Biden snapped me to attention, and I am embarrassed that I did what I tell you that conservatives can never do, because... Leftists never do it, and that is pause to hold a victory party. We were so excited about Musk buying Twitter, and he doesn't even have it yet, and he won't have it for six months, that I'm glad our addled president reminded me that the left never takes a victory party and that they are not at all cowed or dissuaded by Elon Musk buying Twitter. They're going to keep doing what they've been doing because they have the license to do it from the highest levels of government. Why did I start with the Columbus Academy moms? Because a text I received from one of them a while back focused me with just the simple words. We were talking about the fight they're engaged in against this wokeism in schools, and one of them said, we do it for our kids. We do it for our kids. Yeah. Well, according to the president yesterday, you parents, they're not your kids. 
They are the children of those who teach them. Or better yet, indoctrinate them. Here's the president. Give a close listen. These aren't, we always talk about these children. They're not someone else's children. They're our children. And they are the kite strings that literally lift our national ambitions aloft. No, they are not your children. You are allowed to have influence over them, but that does not cede the parental authority to you. And you make a serious mistake if you think so, just as serious a mistake as saying that they are the literal kite strings that lift our nation. No, they are the figurative kite strings. The latter mistake is semantic. The former mistake, assuming they are your children, thus giving you license to poison their minds with whatever nonsense you want to force into it, is much more serious than a semantic mistake. More from the White House. In a literal sense, think about it. (laughs) If you got to do one thing. He asks a good question here. He doesn't know the difference between literal and figurative, but he asks a really good question here. Listen to the question and listen closely to how he answers it. If you got to do one thing to make sure the nation succeeds in the next two generations, what would you do? It's a great question, isn't it? If you got to do one thing to make sure the nation succeeded in the next two generations, what would you do? Here's his answer. You'd want, I would say, literally, have the best educated public in the world. That is not what I would say. That's a pretty useful goal, an objective. But I would not say have the best educated children in the world. I would say have the most protected, safeguarded children in the world and educate them with information they are capable of processing, understanding, and reasoning about as they learn it. Sure, educate them, of course, but only at levels which they are able to comprehend, understand, and reason. And this is not the objective of Joe Biden, not the objective of the woke teacher of the year from Oberlin, not the objective of the OEA, of the NEA, of any teacher's organization. It is not the objective of any of the cretins you see on the libs of TikTok account on social media because they want, more than want, they are deeply committed to using the power influence they have in the sphere of the innocence and trust of children to ingrain in those children nationally and locally the ideas that will lock into place the progressive beliefs held by Joe Biden and every other Democratic politician in his family tree of the Democratic Party. That is why Joe Biden says they're our children. No, 
They are not. And this is the delineating battle of today, of tomorrow, of the rest of this year leading up to the midterms and beyond. We have trusted. We have napped through decades of assuming that the people who teach our kids, who influence our kids, had the same noble interests for our kids that we have as parents. The blessing of the pandemic was the exposure of what really is going on in classrooms. Because now we know. And we cannot allow it to continue. And we cannot relax because, oh, well, Elon Musk is buying Twitter, so all of our problems are solved in Upper Arlington and Hilliard and Dublin and New Albany and Columbus Academy and Wellington and Big Walnut and Buckeye Valley and every No, they're not solved. Old and Tangy, I left you out. No, they're not solved. They will not be solved. Why? Because the left never holds a victory party. They wedge the issue in, toehold. They add to the issue's strength, foothold. They expand and completely eradicate all dissenting thought, stronghold. And we are left on the outside looking in, wondering how our school boards got populated by nothing but progressives. How books poisoning the minds of little kids with sexual ideology and gender theory are being presented to them as harmless when in fact they are damaging at ages where they have no cognitive ability to reason between the two. I know, it's like, okay, Bruce, like you talked about this forever, and I will continue to talk about it forever because you saw yesterday, and Joe Biden had a lot more to say and will assess what he had to say. You saw yesterday how determined they are to continue And I guess I don't blame him because if you've gotten 90% of the way to your goal over the last half century, taking over academia, taking over media, taking over big tech, sure, I wouldn't stop either if I were them. But we can't let it happen. And you don't need any higher authority than the President of the United States saying that your children are their children to know how consequential this battle is. I should have cleared this with you off air, Aaron, but am I allowed to talk at all about what I saw last night in 2000 Mules? I don't want to, I don't want to violate any, you know, I don't want to, have people not go because I give them too much information, but I watched it last night. Yeah, well, you don't have to give everything. I won't yeah, give everything. Give, let me just give a give little. Let me give a little snippet here of what it what it's about. Two Thousand Mules is a movie uh, by Dinesh D'Souza looking at election twenty twenty. Dinesh is interviewing someone who did the research on this, and as the read that I just shared with you says, 
they use, like you go into a store right now, right? You go into a store and you look at an item, maybe you pause in front of it on the store shelves, maybe you try it on, maybe you Google it on Amazon or whatever, and then that ad keeps showing up on your phone, right? So you know what that is. That's called geofencing, geo-targeting. There are a lot of names for it in advertising. I've got a friend who specializes in this. You go to a high school football game, they can ping off your phone and know, well, there's, you know, 4,000 people in the vicinity of uh, Olentangy Liberty High School right now. Hey, there's a restaurant right across the street. They paid us to put their ad on every phone that comes within two miles of Olentangy Liberty High School. That's how geo-targeting, geo-fencing works. Well, so your phone's always putting off pings, distinctive pings. They can tell your phone from another phone. <laughs> yeah, I know, big brother watching, okay? So 2,000 Mules is about an unbelievable amount of data that two people from True the Vote, that's the organization, they track the data. And they had a standard. How many people, again, everybody's trackable by their phone, how many people visited 10 ballot drop boxes and also visited six nonprofits aligned with Democratic causes? Well, anybody who would visit six different nonprofits where they have Democratic get-out-the-votes campaigns, and then that same person would visit 10 ballot drop boxes, I think you could all agree that's a little bit suspicious, is it not? Well, let me just tell you. What they found, I've always been hesitant to say the 2020 presidential election was stolen. Just to come flat out and say it. Josh Mandel has said it, and I've been like, you know, you don't need to say that. Uh, I don't know if Josh Mandel got a pre, <laughs> a pre J.D. Vance says it. Maybe he got a preview, too. Uh, Mike Gibbons has said it. Maybe he got a preview, too. I don't know if Jane Timkins said it. I know Matt Dolan hasn't said it. Let me just tell you, it was stolen. I'm convinced now after watching this movie, it was stolen. Watch it yourself. 2,000 Mules. Go online, get the... Uh, I, I wasn't trying to do an extended read there, but I'm telling you, it's that convincing. That convincing. You also have to be convinced when you listen to the president talk about these kids, they're our kids. You have to listen to that because it's how Democrats and leftists and progressives think. And they're not backing off because, oh, well, shoot, the richest man in the world is willing to buy Twitter and he's willing to open it up to all the people who've been banned and so... Uh, I guess we lost, so I guess we got to go back to teaching kids right because uh, Elon Musk. No. (laughs) No chance are they backing off. So here's more from Joe Biden yesterday at the White House. And he's, well, he's targeting those of us who would dare, dare think that we could hold teachers accountable for teaching kids what to think, not how to think. Teaching is one of the hardest jobs in this country to be able to do it well. And one of the most important. Today, there are too many politicians trying to score political points, trying to ban books, even math books. I mean, did you ever think, even your younger teachers, did you ever think when you'd be teaching, you'd be worrying about book burnings and banning books? All because it doesn't fit somebody's political agenda. American teachers have dedicated their lives to teaching our children and lifting them up. Hmm. We've got to stop making the target of the culture wars. That's where this is going. You better believe that's where it's going. It's already there, my friend. 
Did I ever think I'd see the day that they would be banning books? You mean like uh, Matt Walsh's Johnny the Walrus, which mocked the whole transgender thing? Amazon's trying to ban that. It's the best-selling book in America. Why would Amazon be trying to ban the best-selling book in America? Because they don't want Matt Walsh to point out in a satirical way how idiotic and illogical the transgender movement is. What about those Florida math books that were banned because they did not meet Florida standards for math? What was in those Florida math books? Well, you know, when you teach math, remember, they taught you all about graphs, pie charts, bar graphs. That's important, right? You got to understand, got to know how to read a graph, don't you? Well, one of the math books that was banned had a graph that extrapolated data from Project Implicit Discrimination. And it shows that those 65 and older who lean toward the conservative end of the political spectrum have the most racial bias. That was the graph in the math book. The graph is in the math book because they want to teach graphs. But, oh, wasn't that interesting data that they chose? Could you pick a graph that had something to do with the correlation between, I don't know, people who make more than a half a million dollars a year and people who own a car, a Tesla? Could you do that? Sure. But that wouldn't show any racial bias. So they include the graph in the book about the racial bias and say, well, we're just teaching kids how to read a graph. Really? Is that all you're doing? So this is the kind of stuff that they're putting in these math books to ingrain their ideas in these kids. And Biden says, oh, you know, it's political. It's political. Yes, everything is political, Joe. You guys have made everything political. You've made language political. You've made biology political. You've made every single thing political. And then when somebody gets engaged to battle back against your political ideology, you whine and complain about why you're making it political. This is the classic leftist approach to everything. Critical race theory? You don't even know what it is. No, here's what it is. We know what it is. Well, it's not even being taught in schools. No, here's examples of it being taught in schools, and we're going to ban it. Well, how dare you try to Deny kids learning about the authentic history of America. We're not. I went to school way before critical race theory was ever concocted in the mind of the morons who came up with it. I learned all about slavery and Reconstruction and Jim Crow. Back in the day when you walked, you know, uphill two miles to and from school. (laughs) So you got to stay engaged. This fight's not going away. It's getting bigger. They're not giving up. They got 90% of the battle won. They're not giving up on the final 10%. Now we got to push back, and we are pushing back. And we will continue to push back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.